but it's all day. The Talk, my credo podcast. Turn this up. Everybody, we are back in this thing. Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo Podcast. I'm your boy Dante here with my family, the builder. Now, Sunaru is here, the greatest any badger that ever lived. P. Shaw was up in the building. Speak life, give life. P. Shaw, man, what's going on, man? You you came in like a wrecking ball. I appreciate you, man. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I, mean, you, I, I mean, you already know what it is. I mean, as soon as I seen those people come through the door, I was watching <laughs> I said, I mean, if they don't have no meeting longer than five minutes, I'm gone. I started what I needed to do. I started moonwalking towards the door. Got in the car. I told you I was going to pull up. I said, yeah, let me get on, get on. I appreciate you, man. I, for, for context purposes, you know, there was going to be a a very interesting episode because, you know, life is lifing for the team right now when, you know, people got life happening for them. So it, it, it was looking like it was about to be just your boy. And, uh, you know, and my brother's pulled up. Nasur Nuru, what is going on, brother? Nasur Nuru of the Late Night Flight. Uh, check me out this week. I got some, uh, just got some more cuff card uh, situations going on uh, in certain locations that I were at. Uh, shout out to my homeboy, Lawrence and Keith. Uh, to the Jabba Tears Network, you know, for those who are into the pro wrestling, these are a clique that's over here doing their podcast in New York. They invited me to a nice yacht party, dance hall versus Soka. Uh, you're going to see some clips of that in the stories and some cuff card questions, you know, with some people doing that. I was at a softball game, a celebrity softball game here in Newark, New Jersey. We got to interview Councilman Do-It-All Kelly. For those who don't know who Councilman Do-It-All Kelly is, well, not only is he the Westwood Councilman in Newark, New Jersey, he is also one-third of the legendary New Jersey rap group, Lords of the Underground, with their hit, uh, Chief Rocker. So, boom, you got that going on. Um, let me see what else we got. Oh, I got an interview with Alonzo Horan Jr. For those who do not know who Alonzo Horan Jr. is, he made a movie called King of Newark, which was a big success, a cult classic, if you will, here in Newark, New Jersey. He made over $35,000 on that movie this is back in 2004 2005 so yeah man you know you know what's up man Nassau Nuru is trying to be New Jersey's new numero uno number one on-air personality and uh with help of like my boy Dante Credo A Hood Gordon yo hey I'm on my way on your way absolutely absolutely and for for that yacht party party which side were you on were you on the soca were you on that side were you dancing there you was on the other side Talk to me. I was on. I was on a few women. Uh, I got oh. one little name. That's right. Asia. That's right. Yeah. And then there was another woman. Now she. Now this one woman. She didn't give me her number. With now, you ladies, y'all got. Y'all got. Y'all got to start figuring out how you want to approach us as men, for real. Because this is this is ridiculous. Um, you can't be staring at me. All right. Can't be staring at me, especially when I'm in my Miami Namo. You know, that's my that's my new alter ego. Uh, you know, like uh Beyonce has Sasha Fierce. I have uh, Miami Nah. And when when I my you, 
y'all know what Miami Nye is. That that is one of these button up shirts with you know, two buttons down. You know, very, very uh, Jamaican. All right, you know, what I'm saying jeans, shoes. Uh, I don't really have taco meat, but I do got a birthmark on my chest, and that kind of grow hair. So you, you can say that. It's all right. I, I I try to shave it. I try to shave it. I'm not really. You know, anyway, that's, that's 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 not the here but there. But I'm in here. All right, you know, what I'm saying looking looking like I just benched benched a few. You feel me? And she over here like, yo, what's up? And I'm like, oh, I, I listen, I ain't gonna stun up from the neck down. That's what I like personally. So, you know, I walked back over there to her, you know, talking to her, da 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 da, you know, and then she was like, yo, I'm gonna just keep it real with you. I'm really liking you, like what's going on over here. Cause I try to get into the bar. Let's have a drink real fast and go figure all this stuff out. And she was like, yo, I'm kind of talking to somebody, you know, but, um, listen, take my Instagram down. It's like, listen, are you talking to somebody or are you not talking to somebody? Like, what's up? Yo, just give me, stop playing. Like, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's like when, Given the Instagram is is more powerful than just getting the number. That's just how I feel. Like, I may not get the number, but you gave me the Instagram. And I can do everything I can from the Instagram than I could from the video phone. Video and, and call and message. I mean, listen, I ain't nobody trying to follow your little 200 following ass anyway. Girl, like, stop playing. <laughs> Give me the no. number. Let me know what was real. But but shout out to Ty Asian. Now hopefully Ty Asian will let me uh holla at her, bro. She was she was definitely like like yay hot though. You know what I mean? Like she had the amber rose cut. You know what I'm saying? Nice, oops, pretty. But she definitely could be like five eight ish, and she's like okay. slim with it. So you know she looked like a little spider. You know what I mean? She kind of you know had a long leg, a little. Yo, it was a great listen. That, that, that was a great spider. night. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Word is born. I was over here caught up in Charlotte's web that day. You know what I mean? Oh, so it was a great time. <laughs> great time, man. Great time. Great you know up, man. And, and I just want to say, Dante, again, producer of the Late Night Flight, Dante yes, Kino. I can't yes, wait sir. for that. That's right. I can't wait either. I'm, I'm ready. Just we working. So everyone who's listening, be sure to do what we know y'all like to do. Go ahead and like, comment, subscribe, share this. Leave a review, share it with your friends, share it with your enemies, share it with your grandma, share it with everybody. We appreciate the love um, and the response. I I, I kind of fussed at y'all a couple of weeks ago, like, hey, what's going on? I'm, I'm looking at some things that ain't looking too good. Y'all came back and showed up, but we appreciate y'all. Um, we got some things in the works here. TalkMyCredo.com is in the works. Going to go ahead and get that website set up so we can start an email list so we can start doing some interactive things, you know, ask the pod something, you know, you have a question or something like that, some shout outs, you know, for those who may want to donate and, and subscribe and all, all that good stuff. We got a lot of things coming and, and happening because, you know, the, we working. That's all we working. All right. So listen, listen, listen. First of all, um, it, it was a big weekend for me because, one, I was sending the kids off to school, and I definitely did a little praise dance for that. Um, got them out of there. It was, I, it was like Issa Rae, you know, with, with the fuck them kids. You know, I, I, I had that Steph Curry form when I was getting them out this car, get on that bus, right? But it's all good. I, I love you babies. Um and then I watched a lot of wrestling, you know, big wrestling and stuff like that. So I want to go ahead and say rest in peace to uh, Wyndham Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt. Um, he was one of my favorite, you know, enigmatic characters, uh, supposed to be like, you know, The Undertaker 2.0. But um, passed from a heart attack and, you know, just he was 36 years old. So I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. But 
you know, rest in peace. Also to Terry Funk, a, a legend. He was a, he was 79. So I was like, you know, it's still sad, but he lived a full life. But Bray Wyatt definitely was the one that, that really hit like, oh, not, not him and not like that. So rest in peace to Bray Wyatt thoughts and prayers to him and his family. And, um, yeah, that, that was just it. Uh, I watched a lot of AEW, which one thing that I, I like about the way I watch this. Now I'm not saying you do what I do. Just, just take this as information because you know, the premium live events and stuff, um, you know, I don't pay for it. And, um, so, <laughs> so I don't necessarily pay for them, you know, let's, let's just say hustle man hooks me up with some links, you know, he comes through with the hookup and, you know, pick up the pieces, you know, shout out to Martin. <laughs> and he hooks me up. Right. Uh, but man, the, the AEW events be, be long pause. Maybe like six, six, seven hours. Like, man, nah, I can't, I, I can't watch this. I'll just watch it on the playback. So shout out to, you know, my, my link hookup so I can just watch it on the playback in pieces. All right. All that being said, there was an, a, another big week, the world championships that happened, uh, with the, oh, yeah. uh, track and field and, and a lot of other, uh, events basically for, for the Olympics getting ready for Paris. And I wanted to come here. And once again, um, give a particular young lady her flowers because, yeah, she she did the thing. Yeah. She Carrie Richardson won her first world title in the women's 100 meters. Uh, she beat out two of the the big three from Jamaica. Um, from Jamaica, and she did it in lane nine, nonetheless, uh, which was, you know, people say like, yo, lane which. I get it. Lane nine, as far as the number, you know, that means you did the slowest. It's like the, the worst position to win in, and she won anyway, all that. But it's like, all right, if you got it, you got it. That's just kind of how I feel. Um, and plus, it's more like a, a strategic type thing, you know, because it, it's a three-run set type of thing. You got to qualify the first, uh, qualify for the second, and then the finals is the third mm-hmm. race. So she did really good in the first. She eh, in the second race. And, you know, basically, I was like, okay, she was just saving whatever she had in the tank yeah. to let it all out in, in the final, which she did. She won um, and also set a record. So she currently holds the record as the fastest woman in the world. Um, and congratulations. She also brought a gold medal to with the, was that the, the, the four 400? One. The four, four by one. one. All right. Four by one, which, which, you know, she, She's been doing the thing. So congratulations to Shakari Richardson uh, and all the women uh, who did that four by one. That four by one race was uh, was a little iffy. That first yeah. handoff, that first handoff was a little shaky, baby. I was like, oh, no. Uh, but they got it together. They finished strong and smoked everybody. Um, I'm going to save my other congratulations for the men because we're going to segue to a um, – a very nice soundbite from one of them, but P. Shaw, I know, I know track and field. That's your thing. So, what what do you yeah. think about the Chikari and the women bringing home gold? First off, shout shout out to my boo thing, um, Allison Felix. 
miss you. <laughs> but anyway, uh, as far as Chicago, hey, you already know. I see you. I see you. I, I, see I you. know. I know. <laughs> hey. So, but um, but yeah, as far as you know, what I mean, and I feel like I still feel like because I watched it back like three or four times. I feel like she lit up at the end. Think so? Because because she never runs through, and I don't know why. And unless she feel like she got the momentum, but I feel like her her times, her speed could be a whole lot faster if she stopped getting ready to celebrate. She'll look down at Al and see she won. Like before she hit, I'm like, no, we was taught to run through. But um, it works for her. So you know, maybe when when the Olympics is um, up and running next year, maybe she'll surprise us even more. But that goes to show you that. No matter what people say, no matter how it looks on the outside in, people don't really know what you're going through mentally, physically, spiritually. And um, she showed y'all that y'all counted her out. She showed y'all that y'all didn't know she was that beast. But, hey, you know, she got the crown now. So who's the queen now? Because she holding them. So, yeah, you know, I, um, I, I appreciate her even not giving up for her saying, oh, y'all going to try to drug test me? Okay, cool, whatever. I'll fall back. I'll comply with whatever y'all got going on, but I'm coming back. So, you know, yeah, you know, I appreciate that comeback story. Definitely a comeback story. And, and one that is, you know, when it comes to our culture, and I say this all the time, but just if, if you are new, I'll say it again. It's just, that's just how we do. Listen, we will roast you to high heaven, not because we hate you, but because we love you. So, like, we... Mm. we we, we can't we can't support you until we roast you one good time. Now, the problem was in the beginning was she was all talk. She was all talk, but then she kept getting her ass whooped. She kept getting her ass whooped. So as you was talking about it, we had to talk to you about some things. It was like, you know what? Well, just shut up and focus and do what you need to do. She shut up. She focused and she did what she needed to do. So, right. you know, shout out to you. Shout out to Sikari. Nas, I mean... From from your analytic eye, Congo Connor, you know, <laughs> what, what do you think about you know Shakari and and uh, her her comeback? She said, "Don't call it a comeback. I'm not back. I'm better." That's what she said. What's going on, Dante Credo? What's going on, Peace? What's going on? What's going on, everybody? This is Congo Connor of the TLNF Report, and we're out here sideline trafficking. Now, just playing. No, but um, <laughs> all jokes aside. Uh, let's. I want. I, I have a two part thing about this. Look, we'll start with Shikari first. All right. So, P. love what you said. I, I, I dig it. I dig it. I, I'm going to just. I'm going. But I am going to piggyback off my man Dante for a second. Hear me out, because I was sad, just like all of us here in the culture, when she wasn't able to uh, race in Tokyo. I thought that was rude. Yep. I thought that was just mega rude, especially all the stuff that we've been doing in the country to make sure marijuana is legal. It just was like, yo, this is this is this is ridiculous, right? Right. Um this woman was on her way to being a real sensation in this country because she just had that flojo in her. She was something different. And she was realistically, I, I say she reminds me of Flojo because Flojo had the nails. You know what I mean? Like she was, she was the fastest woman in the live with like the long nails. Like she was swagged out. She was SWV out there on, on these streets. Shikari is very city girl. Baby hair, the braids, you know what I mean? Very city girl. So it, it was for the time, like right now, all those young girls that's 17 and younger, they're going to be like, yo, I should be running track. What are you talking about out here? And 
the slip up happened. And what what I what I was really more upset is the fact that she kept losing after. Not because she was losing the race. It's more of, oh man, this might look like hype. But let me tell you something about this sister. I don't know nothing about her, but I'm gonna say this. Perseverance is her new middle name because she kept, yo, listen, I don't care what you say. She was working hard on her craft. She had to because, let me, yo, that's some LeBron James type stuff. I go out here, I lose a couple in the final. You know what I mean, I lose a couple finals. I come back, I get another ring. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I wind up losing another couple of finals. I go to LA and I win a ring. You know what I mean? Like perseverance, ladies and gentlemen. Shikari Perseverance Richardson. Richardson, she did that. And even with this world championship, because she was losing to some fine-ass sisters as well these last couple of years. But guess what? It's almost Olympic time, and she's in full form right now. So shout out to that. And I want to say one thing about you, Dante. And what I'm going to say to you is not to you, rather. It's to everybody that's in this media. Even if you act like you're a comedian now in these days and you're willing to say something about somebody, yeah, you're in the media. You are giving an opinion and a perspective. And this is the thing that I make sure that I'm always, well, as much as I can, 98% of the time I'm here on the Talk My Credo podcast, which you can find on YouTube. Here's the thing. Dante, like me and Dante, that's why we always talk about this we cousins thing, is we're not scared to say something about you because this space right here is the space for the culture. Shikari is part of that culture. Us three right here is part of the culture. We're watching this in live blah form and we just want to give our opinion on it. We're not over here saying, yo, Shikari is whack. Get up out of here. Like, are we just looking at these things? And I'm going to use this word objectively, not subjectively, mm-hmm. like a lot of you people that want to say whatever you want to say and don't care about consequences, which is making it harder for people such as myself and Dante, who who is doing this podcasting media thing, because y'all just want to say whatever you want and don't have any consequences with it. With us, we, listen, I can make jokes about anybody, but I feel as though I come out here and let you know, number one, this is my opinion. And then number two, I say things objectively, not subjectively, objectively, objectively, Shikari was losing for a while. Objectively right now, Shikari's winning right now. We trying to figure out what's the in between. But at the end of the day, again, she's persevering and we're going to speak on that. And even when she loses, we're not going to have this. We're not going to just come on the show and be like, yeah, she losing again. Like, yo, we might just wait for it because it, it got to be a pattern. I'm a psychologist exactly. when it comes to people. Patterns. When you lose two or three times, and Dante be like, "Hey, Shik- hey, Shikari, hey, hey, Shikari, you've been losing two or three times." I think that's fair. If it's just one time, and then the next two times she over here winning, and Dante come over here be like, "Hey, Shikari, I saw you lost that first time, but the next two I saw you, you a champion." That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. Allow, allow these jokes, allow these comments, allow us to to use this platform to not only show lightheartedness and fun, but to also give you some deep perspective about the people that are part of our culture, not yours, our culture. Our I just want to put that out there. That is facts. Couldn't have said it any better. P. Sean, you, you, said, you said you had a shout out? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. See, you know, we talking about tracks, so um, shouts, shouts to Little Cuz, uh, Manny O. Mitchell. 
And, um, mm-hmm. you know, he was in the Olympics. So when we talk about perseverance, uh, I remember before he broke his leg in the Olympics, running the 400, he came out with his inspirational clothing line that said, Faith, Focus, Finish. And I remember asking him, yo, you know, cuz, like, why did you keep running? You broke your leg. And his response was, I saw my boy with his hand out. And I look at stuff like that because I made it a sermon. And my sermon pertaining to perseverance in situations like that, you know, I can endure the pain, but I couldn't endure giving up. Shikari could have endured all of that ridicule. She could endure all of those um, people talking about her, but she couldn't endure giving up because at the end of the day, you know, we all have somebody at the end of that race waiting on us. You know, and the Bible talks about finishing your race. So we all have a platform. We all have a lane that we got to stay in. And I believe that this race that we're finishing, whether or not we agree or disagree, whether or not we're we're on the top or on the bottom, you know, um, shouts to my brother, um, Dante, I appreciate you not giving up because it's easier to say I quit. It's easy to say I quit. A lot of people go through so many things, you know, now, you know, we work out. So a lot of people want to get the muscle, but they don't want to go through those growing pains. So this is a process. So I'm glad that we're persevering. <laughs> I'm glad that, we, that we're faith, you know, our faith and we're focused and we, you know, we're going to finish this. So this is not the it. This is not it. And, um, you know, so, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to, you know, one of Chris owns one of Shell Towns owns uh, Manny Mitchell and everybody right. that's in the Olympics. Shouts to, shouts to B-Spikes too on that Netflix too. Oh yeah. Shout out to B-Spikes for real. Yeah. We need to holler at you. I mean, Talk my credo, late night flight, pop Avengers. Yep. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think we can get I think we can get him on here. We talk. I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It, it seems like y'all starving for some content with this strike going on. We can right. provide you with some content. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. With that said, sh- shifting over to the men. The men did their thing. Noah Lyles and crew. They basically did a full sweep. Dominated their divisions with the 100 the four by one and just about everything in between. Now it was a clean sweep all across the board for, um, for the men and women. So it was a, a time to celebrate and a time to, you know, talk they ish a little bit. Um, also just sidebar. I didn't know one of the Jamaican Shelly Ann price, the one who's won like six world championships. I didn't know she was 36 years old, like and still running just, just like she's 36. See, like, and she was, and she still finished like, like yeah. second or something in the final yeah. thing. Like, good God, that's mm-hmm. crazy. I saw a video uh, of her at her uh, child's school, and they were having a parent race, and she got in the parent race, <laughs> and she smoked all. That's she cheating. smoked the parents so bad, it was so hilarious. It, it may have been cheating, but I would have been like, I would have done that because it's like, you know what? No, I'm gonna put. <laughs> My foot on your oh, throat. Oh, y'all like, Okay. Yes. Like <laughs> they interview her later. It was like, why'd you do that? She said, "I'm a parent, and it's a parent race." So, <laughs> so she got there and she smoked them. It was so funny. But back to the men. So the 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 soundbite of the day that has gone about is Noah Lyles when he's doing the uh, press conference, talking about, you know, winning the, the world championships, getting ready for Paris and, you know, the hype around him, talking about his success. And he had a very interesting analogy that he gave about uh, winning championships and a particular league that calls themselves world champions. But to him, they don't win 
the world champions. So check this out. We'll talk about it. This is what he said. The thing that hurts me the <laughs> most is that I have to watch the NBA finals and they have world champion on their head. World champion of what? <laughs> the United States? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I, I love the U.S. at times. <laughs> but that ain't the world. That is not the world. We are the world. We have almost every country out here fighting, thriving, putting on their flag to show that they are represented. There ain't no flags in the NBA. <laughs> All right. So, um, Nas, your reaction, because now there's this whole debate of does he have a point? Does he have a point? So do you think Noah Lyles has a point when he says world champions of what? The United States? Does he have a point? Well, first of all, the NBA, when you're an NBA champion, you're not a world champion. You're the champion of the National Basketball Association, which right now, by the way, for those who do not know, obviously, Mr. Lyles don't. But you're a champion, so I, I, I'm not here to try to play you out. This is the safe space here. Talk my credo podcast. You know what's up. Um, Everyone looks at the NBA as the world's best basketball association doesn't matter if you're in the euro league or the league in taiwan or china or japan wherever else the israel the israelite league where amari stoudemire wants to break bread and do all that shahio you know what i mean it doesn't matter it doesn't matter all right when lebron james raises that trophy when the greek freak raises that trophy when charles barkley don't get to raise that trophy it's because you're the champions my friend and you're going to keep fighting until the end all right now, I want to say this for uh, Mr. Noah. Um, uh, you know, to be honest with you, maybe that was a bad clip. I'm not knocking you, Credo. I'm just saying it's, it's just uh, I need more substance with what you're saying because I didn't get it. Just me personally. Like, like you try to take a shot at the NBA and it, 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 for me, it didn't land well at all. Yeah, you're a world champion. Where, where's your hat at? Where's your paraphernalia that shows that you're a world champion right now? Because the only thing that we recognize when it comes, and I say this respectfully, Pete Shaw, I'm not, I love track and field. I'm just saying, yo, we only notice if you're a champion or not, if you got some gold medals running around. Like, that's how I know who Michael Johnson is, because when it came to the 200 and the 400, when he was the fastest man alive, that man had, like, hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, yo, what's up, y'all? Um, or matter of fact, the guy from who was the guy from Canada? Was his name like Donovan or something like that? Who was that guy from back in the day? Like the guy that was like, yo, I swear I hate Michael Johnson and I'm going to beat him a couple of times. And he wound up doing it. You know what I'm saying? When Michael Johnson was older, of course. But this dude was like, he was Canadian. He was a black Canadian. I forgot his name. This dude was, he was, he was like that. Was it Donovan Bailey? Donovan that Bailey. That's yep. the guy, yo, Donovan Bailey. Mm -hmm. So you got him. Of course, you got Usain Bolt. I mean, I'm just saying this. It's like. Here's what you're going to have to do. Uh, what's his name, Mr. Lyles? This is what you're going to have to do. And um, I'm very scared of this generation before I get to what I'm about to say because why why, why my younger people, why y'all all look like like y'all want some drugs like as soon as y'all get off the podium? Yo, why y'all all look like that? <laughs> like, yo, like, yo, this new gen, like, yo, like, when, when people be telling me Lil Baby the best rapper out, I be like, sure, fine, but why you got to look like that, though? <laughs> like, that's <laughs> That'd be always just 
personally like, like, yeah. like you, you can play, make you can make whatever point you want to make but why do you look like that like who's ever been got in the gym with us peace show but like still like yo dog why you gotta look like that yo <laughs> why you gotta put that diamond on the forehead why you gotta do that no one yeah. i ain't calling you sierra leone because you want to wear diamonds on your forehead yo i'm right. just calling you stupid that's what right. i'm gonna do yeah. right that's ridiculous no but um yeah like so Mr. Lyles, I just, yo, congratulations to you. You know what I'm saying? You, like, you're, you're the next people up. You're the next man up. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to U.S. Uh, Olympics, uh, when it comes to track and field. But I, I just want you to have better points. You know how I am about that when it comes to people with, they, with, with their subjectivity and, and their substances. Make your point. I get it. You made everyone laugh, but that what you said realistically made no sense. If, if it was me... And 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 I got to be in a, in the Olympic uh, commission. I, I may suspend your ass just for saying something that made no sense. Like you know what, yo, sit your ass down for five months, yo. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, that's 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 my point on that. That's all I got to say. <laughs> that's it. No, but but shout out to Mr. Lyles though. No, no, listen, yo, you fast though. Yes, you know what I'm saying? You, absolutely. Yo, you, you dope. I want you to get that gold medal. But please, like when again, when you need someone to speak for you, call me. I have no problem getting on a podium. And being your Paul Heyman, your Don King, whatever the case may be, I will hype you up, bro, and we'll make this money together. That's it. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> Peace, y'all. What's up, man? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, you're 100 correct. I mean, I look at it like if you're gonna make a point, if you're gonna shoot shots, I rather you be direct because clearly you must have felt some type of way to have that on your mind. They're talking about you, and you talking about the NBA. They talking about track and field. You talking about NBA because. I guess you don't know how to play, but at the same time, everybody from around the world, like now I said, comes to the United States to play NBA. Now, if you talk about NFL, yeah, that's USA because technically the world sport is soccer. It's fat. It's soccer. So it's not track and field. It's not football. It's not It's not basketball. It's soccer. It's not baseball. But you got soccer, baseball, then you got track as far as having that collaborative majority people that's, that's involved from different countries. But Everybody, look, look, look at the top. Look at the MVP. The MVPs for for the NBA are not from the USA. You know what I mean? So they're not from here. So you know, you know, come come up with different content because when you got your moment, take your moment. Um, you know, get your medals, get your shine on, but let it be about you. Sometimes some people don't have classes like they don't they don't go to Toastmasters. They don't know how to speak in public. So they try to make people laugh. So they move on to the next subject. They try to, you know, cut jokes and um, talk about everybody else but themselves. So, you know, it's okay, you know. And I appreciate what you do. You know, you brought medals to the U.S. Do it again next year. So, you know, if you can talk that, talk your credo and back it up, I'm, I'm, I'm for that. So talk your right. credo, back it up, stay on subject. It's about you, nobody else but you, my boy. All right? But you. Congratulations. So real quick, I also wanted to give another shout out um, because as Shikari Richardson won her first, this lady won her eighth, making her the most winningest in history. Once again, uh, shout out to Simone Biles. She did. She competed today and won her eighth title. um, And then she won a bronze somewhere else. So just that that collection of gold medals is becoming unreachable. Um, yeah. Let me tell you something. After you oil her down, she is bronze. Who are you talking about? <laughs> but, 
uh, just absolutely amazing. They call her the GOAT for a reason. Uh, she she took a little break, uh, took a mental break, which, of course, um, Palm people had a very um, uh, harsh reaction to that. Yes, Palm people had a, <laughs> a stark reaction because, oh, my God, you gave up on the country or you're so selfish because you want to take some time out. Get, you know, take a mental health break, this, that, and the third. And, you know, palm conservatives wanted to go at her neck because, oh, she's a detriment to the country. She gave, you know, that all that fake patriotism BS crap. Um, but she came back and in her first competition, which was this, the world championship, she won an eighth, uh, an eighth title and she took on a, a bronze in the other competition. So uh, it's, it's just amazing. She's the GOAT and still 26. So she's been doing this all her life. And still only 26 years old. That's. I ain't gonna lie though. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie though. I didn't like, I didn't like the fact that she did that either though. You I'm, like that? Nah, I'm gonna keep it real. You know, you know what it is? It's, it's, it's not her. It's more of the mental health thing. I think we're getting away. Any, I don't care what race you are. I'm talking about this is an American thing. This is a world thing. It's, uh-huh. Like. When you say mental health, no disrespect, I'm going to need people, doctors, to be specific because mental health can be anything at this point. And I think the issue for me personally, when she said, yo, I just got to take a break. I'm on a mental health. Like, yo, why you got to say that on Twitter and, and, and Instagram? Why can't you just take the break? Take a break. If the news would have reported that she, that she's taking a break before she did, I probably would have let this go and not say anything. And I get it. Who like when you're the source, like you are the source. So I'm going to say this, but at the same time, look at the backlash that that you got off of it. I rather your doctor jump on the mic, pause, and be like, "Hey, hey, how you doing? Um, this is uh, you know, Doctor McGillicuddy, and uh, yeah, you know, I'm Simone Blas, uh, doctor, and everything. You know what I'm saying? And uh, she needs some time." She needs time. She needs time. Like, let me be. Let me be in Simone Blas' uh, shoes. Well, as a man, but yes, you know what I'm saying. The, the thing is this: if I knew I needed eight months off or whatever case may be, hey doc, tell him. Tell him. I don't care if I'm even behind him. You know what I'm saying? With the glasses on, you know, gotta put the muckers on. You gotta put the. Yep. When you're embarrassed, you be in here. <laughs> <laughs> Shaking your head, head down, looking all Dr. somber. Man, yeah. Man, Manila Cuddy, what do you say, Doctor Manila Cuddy? Doctor McGillicuddy. Cuddy. <laughs> you got all that going on. <laughs> you have your loved one next to you, <laughs> holding your hand, rubbing your shoulder. Yeah, take me home. <laughs> get me, get me home. Which, which she's gonna say to the driver? Ain't nobody driving nobody. <laughs> right. Take me home. <laughs> like, That's so funny. I just didn't like that. I just you know. Again, she was she's young. She's twenty six years old. So again, it, like I'm not knocking her, knocking her. I just don't like the presentation of mental health because we don't really know exactly. Like I could just jump out and be like, "Yo, I got mental health issues, uh, Dante. I ain't I ain't coming on your show today. Screw it. You got mental health, which is true. That, that is a good, that is a good point. That does seem to be like the go to. And then as you as you mentioned, the the follow up, at least for me, is. But what kind of mental health? What what part of mental health is just you know? It is a very oh, really? a broad umbrella that a lot of people tend to hide under. 
And you're kind of like, you know, you, you, you about to be married to a football player. Like, like to be honest with you, you're going to have a lot of black women going to be like, well, you know what? I need some mental health issues, too. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, this woman is going to Olympic gold. She done married a, a, a football player for the Atlanta Falcons. Nah, yo. Nah, I need mental health issues, too. I got ADHD, man. I got problems. Somebody somebody do something good for me. So that's all. It's from a presentation standpoint. Standpoint. Other than that, we are looking at the third coming of Dominique Dawes. All right? This woman is special. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. You're telling so, our age when we start talking about Dominique Dawes now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, let's see. What else is there? Well, to talk about? Fact, before we even uh, get into the next thing, but but mm-hmm. listen, if you are old enough to see what Dominique Dawes is and was, all right, God bless you, okay? Because yes. that woman. <sighs> I mean, I talk, I talk, I talk good things about Simone Blouse, but I mean, Dominique, oh. what, what, what? What yo, Russell Wilson should have had her first, like a Sierra. Like, listen, man, <laughs> listen, Dominique Dawes was fine out here, like, fi- like, fine, fine, like, fine. You know how she was so fine that black woman never dated a rapper out loud. Like, yo, <laughs> you couldn't tell me Tupac wasn't be like, hey, I'm about to yo, I'm about to crack on that. You out your mind? What Dominique Dawes? Listen, listen. She's 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 forty six. That's 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 that's. <laughs> nah, pull up, pull. Up. I need to. I need yo. Pull up the a forty six okay. year old picture of Dominique Dawes right now. She probably like. She probably fine, fine now. She probably Tony Braxton fine right now. Forty six. Still, still look yep. good. She's forty. She's forty six. Oh my god. Still look good. Forty six. Dominique Here, Dawes. Mm, Here is a picture of. The legendary Dominique Dawes beside uh, the the current goat Simone Biles. That is Dominique Dawes and Simone Biles. I'm just waiting. Oh, look <laughs> at that, yo! It's like mother and daughter out here on these streets, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness, yo! I, I don't want to say nothing uh, even more, uh, dis- uh, you know, disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> a, per- a perfect time to talk about. Y'all be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe, <laughs> leave your reviews. <laughs> Yo. Share Yo. this. So you telling me Simone Blouse is 4'11 and Dominique Dawes is 5'5"? Like, what's going on? Well, you know well, she's built as 5'2", so I'm assuming she has some sort of heels or, or something on. Who Dominique Dawes? Mm-hmm. They say she's five two. She's five two. If she five two, I want you. <laughs> five two, yo. Simone Blouse is three eleven, yo. Get out of here. <laughs> that's what they said. They said she's five two. Hold on, let me see. If there's another picture. Uh, oh. See, there's a there's another current one of Dominique Dawes. <sighs> She playing with this long hair, man. Remember when she had the short hair? She was yes. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the short little, cur- the, yeah, the short little oh, curly joint. Yeah, she playing. Stop playing, Dominique. Put that, put that hair back yeah. short. Stop playing. Fine self. Wow, it's a fine yep. woman, yo. That's that's her. Fine woman, Dominique Dawes. Oh my goodness. Yep. At the White House. Mm-hmm. At the White House. Chilling. And she probably smoked all types yep. of weed with Shikari. 
Listen, <laughs> she probably was the supplier. <laughs> she, she probably supplied it. What? Hey yo, chill. Now you know you're gonna go a whole rabbit hole of how Shakari Shakari Richardson was holding that shit in a in a pen like Whitney Houston in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back, y'all. I'll be back. I gotta go see Dominique about something. Go ahead. <laughs> oh man, yes. Chill. We that, that is Miss Dolls right now. Yeah. That is Miss Dolls. Yeah. Yep. That's Miss Dolls. Mm-hmm. Shout out to D- Dominique Dolls for real. That's if if you were blessed enough to experience her greatness, again, God bless you. God bless you. Um, all right, moving on. I'm trying to see what if there was nothing really. I see uh, Steve Harvey and those rumors and the Twitter thing. I don't really care about uh, Steve Harvey just being Steve Harvey. Uh, Elton John fell down in the hospital. Eh, don't care about that. Um, you know, hope, hope, hope you will. Thoughts and prayers, all that good stuff. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, now before we get into what happened in Florida, we'll, we'll touch on what happened today. Um, and UNC Chapel Hill, there was a school shooting, um, that happened today as I was, you know, getting final notes and stuff prepared. Um, I, I, I hate to even say it like this. Thankfully, uh, there was only one casualty. A fact, uh, a staff member was unalived uh, by a shooter who was detained. Um, the whole fiasco happened like right as I was getting off work. Is it went down and you know a couple hours by three p.m. this afternoon. The date of this recording is August twenty eighth. Um, it was it was over and the suspect. Uh, was in custody, seeming to be uh, an Asian person. They have yet to release his name, so no, I'm not trying to bring race into it. But they released his mugshot, who appears to be. I'll show you guys. Appears to be uh, an Asian person, but thankfully, everyone. They said the cops arrived on the scene very quickly. Uh, was meant was they was able to put the campus on lockdown. Um, yeah, so this is the guy who attempted to shoot, but he was a, a grad student. And so now the speculation is, you know, why would this grad student of UNC decide to shoot up the school? Well, like, well, maybe they denied his dissertation or something. I don't know. Um, but either way, either way, justice will come to you and you, you spend all them years and spend all that money to, have the fruits of that labor be rewarded in a jail cell. All right. So, um, also want to touch on which, you know, I'm going to let you guys give your, your opinions on this as well. There was another shooting in Jacksonville, Florida by, uh, let's just call it for what it is. It was a white supremacist and any shooting with the white supremacist that you've heard before, just fill in the blank because that's exactly what happened here. Um, White guy got enthralled in white supremacist propaganda. He was on all the websites. He believed all the narratives and stuff that he saw. He wrote a manifesto like they all do. And it all featured all about how he hated black people, how black people was taking over the country. We have to take back the country because white people are becoming extinct, you know, mentions and, and, points of the great replacement theory that we talked about. Um, but it feel like 
the white people, the white man is dying out and it's their country, their right, manifest destiny, blah, 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 blah. Um, and so to make his stand, he decided to drive to a black, uh, a black area and unalive three black people before turning the gun on himself. He had paraphernalia and signage of swastikas and other racist things on his uh, weapon and clothing and stuff like that. And yeah, it's so I, I, I purposely wasn't going to spend a lot of time on it because it's just like, this is America. And for me, the only thing that came to mind was, and we've said it so many times here that whenever there is a, uh, a black progression, there was always a white backlash. And this is just, evidence of that white backlash because they think anything pro-black synonymously is anti-white and they fall into those they fall into those pockets of ideologies and propagandas and then I can't take it no more I must do something about it and that's what they do so nah it's just well, is there anything else to say because it's like I, I feel like this is just copy and paste at this point, these school shootings, mass shootings, have you want to use these terms at this point, is an American problem. Um, it's not a white problem. It is a black problem. Well, I'll get to that in a second. But it's an American problem first. Um, I don't understand how people are able to. Well, I know how. I mean, it's, it's nothing to just jump on campus and do whatever you want. But to even have that vibe. Like, like people ain't people are not doing this because they can't. You know what I mean? It's like it's just open space. They like, man, you know what? Man? I know exactly what to do. Um, I want to say this though, on far as for for us, for our culture, for the Black Americans out here, um, white people. Hey, um, question: How many times this has to happen before you change your narrative and realize that? The more that you allow this to happen, the more there's going to just be other white people or in this case, this Asian brother that's going to just start shooting up stuff because it's not even about race. Well, it's about race when it comes to us. But I'm just saying, yo, people are doing this because they are able to. They are able to. We just had several school shootings. Kids last year, not not four years ago. Last year, okay, we had a manifesto from a brother in but well, a white person in Buffalo, which is a brother, but you know what I'm talking about in Buffalo, Jacksonville. Now, and for those who don't rem who don't know, I said don't remember, don't know. A couple of days ago, Boston had a mass shooting, shot up a few people at the uh, Caribbean a Caribbean festival in Boston, Mass. And for those who don't know about Boston, Mass, that is. <laughs> That is the United States of America's headquarters for racism, okay? All right. It used to be Los Angeles. <laughs> now it's Boston Mass. All right. So with all that being said, um, yeah, I don't really have much to say about this. Is is again, uh Biden has an uphill climb if you want to if I want to get political about it, as far as getting the Republicans to change their narrative and realize that uh the selling of guns is a problem. Uh, Pisha, I don't know if you know this, but I want to just say this and then you can say everything that you need to say, bro. Um, 
there's a camera that I want. I want this black magic camera. Uh so it's a it's a cinematography camera, style camera, be a great look for what I want to produce, or just a Canon R a Canon R7 and just go to work, right? But here's the thing. That camera's so sexy. Oh my God. Canon R7, you like that one, huh? I love that camera. Okay. I, that might be something I have to uh have to uh get get into. But anyway, here's the point that I'm making. Dante, matter of fact, I might as well go talk to you. How much does that camera cost? Uh, you looking anywhere? I'm I'm looking it up now, but I'm pretty sure it's about fifteen hundred. So you're telling me that it costs fifteen hundred dollars to shoot people for free, but it costs three hundred and fifty dollars to kill people for fun? Are you out your mind, America? Republicans, get it together. It should not cost $350 to kill kids and black Americans in this country at all. At all. At all. Peace y'all say whatever you want. Come on now. Come on now. You put some sauce on that thing now. With facts. Some more facts. We had over 400 something mass shootings in the United States this year. We ain't even done. Over 400. Since 1982, white people have had over 50% of that. Like, and I think, you know, we're next, you know, the, 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 the minorities, you know, but it's like, come on now. Like I've been in situations. I think, um, we probably was like 16, 17, Dante, you didn't ride with us. We went to the club and, um, Craig was driving cousin Ryan Gaston. What's up? OG. He was driving. I remember like, y'all telling like me four, about that night. I remember like three or four cars deep. Now, you know, we real Shelby heads. We looking at them arguing. We look, to, we look, we all look to the left. They start shooting. We don't even flinch. We like, oh, they shooting over there. They just dumping on cars. Like, dude, just shooting, shooting up cars. And we just, we didn't even, we like, look at that. Ah, oh, man, we didn't slow down pace or nothing. We didn't run, get in our car. Because at that point, I realized, is this normal for us? Have we heard gunshots so many times that as long as it's not coming our direction, we know not to run that direction? You know what I mean? Because, I, I mean, I remember um, when I came out of college, my sophomore year in college, coming from App, App State, me and my cousin Lamar, we went to Kings Mountain and seen a dude get murdered right in front of us. Like, I was like, but we didn't, it was like, yo, like, 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 what's really going on? I mean, I look at the situation like that because it was a, it was a college, like a college party and it had a whole lot of people there, Shelby folk and Kings Mountain folk. I guess they didn't get along, you know, but it was a whole lot of family there. And my thing was, they shooting. They walked inside the gym. Why are y'all running out the gym? They shooting. I mean, you can hear the bricks coming off the walls of the um, of the armory. You can hear the bricks coming off. That's how much, how many bullets was hitting it. And I'm saying, like, y'all running outside? And they shooting outside? I said, y'all crazy. I'm, saying, I'm glad I'm parked across the street. Because everybody caught it was in that parking lot was shot up. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it, it gets to that point of saying, like, you know, y'all do a background check. That background is not going to tell you if that person got mental issues or not. That just means they didn't get caught doing whatever they was going to do. So when they got 21, they got of age to buy a, a, a weapon. So my grandfather always used to say the difference between some of us and some of y'all that went behind the wall is one decision, one mistake. But at the same time, a lot of us who never been behind the wall just didn't get caught. So it gave them that point of going to run my background check. And it says nothing on it. But that don't mean I didn't do anything. It just means it's not on paper. But mentally, 
mentally people especially if you're talking about young people older people when we get if we turn 35 40 then we got a goal to why we want this gun i want to protect my family i want to go hunting i want to make sure everything's straight and you know dante you you'll know because y'all go to the gun range a good bit i may not need the gun but i want to make sure my wife and my children need the gun you know what i'm saying because i'm gonna have to say i'm saying it live on, I'm, i don't care I'm going to have to send my kids, when they get a certain age, to understand because curiosity to kill the cat. I want them to be mm-hmm. aware of how to use weapons. You may never right. use it in your life, but if you see it, you are aware. That's why kids have shot themselves. That's why kids, you know, four-year-olds, five-year-olds, they see that gun. Oh, oh, oh let me pull it. They'll pull the trigger not knowing the importance of it, not knowing how severe it can be. But, you know, if, I, if you put a gun down and leave it right there, it's not going to hurt nobody until somebody pick it up. But mentally, you have to really evaluate, hey, you know, you're 20 years old. What is your purpose? Why do you want this gun? You know, um, I remember when I was 16 and, um, you know, B. Spice talked about this on that Netflix thing. When I was 16 and nobody knew this, I had had a gun and the hood gave it to me when I started driving. I never, I, you know, I'm not going to say any names, but the hood gave it to me when I started driving. I said, just keep it in the car. So, you know, and it just stayed in the car. So, you know, on school ground, it just stayed in the car. And mentally, I didn't even think at the time, but I'm so low key. Dante, you know what I'm saying? I'm so low key. Mm-hmm. Nobody would ever know. Like, I was just like, well, you know, it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But when, when the hood wanted it back, they was like, yo, can I get that? All right, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can get it. You know, what I'm it was just another. It was just another day. Yeah, it was just, just <laughs> yeah, another yeah, day. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, I, I, I use these. You know, we talk about crucial conflict. These have caused a lot of crucial conflicts. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I and I and I said to this. I said to say this because you know sometimes when we attaining weapons, we don't know when we may use them, but we know one thing. At the end of the day, I'm going home. Yep, that's that's facts. And I, I will get to the point. Now, just like you said, uh, I may not ever have to use them, but if if that point comes to where that is the last resort that we have to use, my children and my wife will be like a hundred rounds. <laughs> when the time comes, I have my meal yeah. though. Come on, man, I can't. <laughs> Hey Dante, Dante, you didn't t- you didn't tell Nas about about your Timmy Timmy Turner days when you when you walked out there in your drawers, about to go chase some burglars. Uh, I did, I did. Now it, it was <laughs> this, this was a People few years into your ago. Car. This is okay. a few years ago. Nah, it's like I, maybe y'all think that because of where I live now that shit's sweet, and I just had to let them know. Like I I, I know I am around some palm people. Um, and they want things to be quiet, but if noise is to be made, then, um, you know, I can, I can bring the noise too. Now, um, basically, basically what had happened was we had, you know, some, some, uh, some car, some porch car thieves type of thing that was running up people's porches and stuff. Now, you know, it's a decent neighborhood and um, real quiet. So I, I personally, I understood. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense to hit this place because it's quiet and it's, it's still relatively new. It's only about 
10 or 11, mm, we'll say about 11 years old, as far as when they put this little subdivision up. Um, it's very diverse. Like, my neighbor on my right, right is black. The neighbor on my left is an interracial couple, Asian and white, but we'll just say white. Um, across the streets, right, there's a Filipino family. Across, there's a black, there's like three black families there. Just, just you know, nice little diverse spot, but it's quiet. But even still, looking around, I I can understand this would be a target because, you know, back when we were young and dumb, this area would be a target. So uh, I got caught slipping one time. Dude, uh, dude went up in my car, stole some insignificant stuff that I didn't care much about, but it was just the principle of it. You went in my shit, right? Um, but at this point, it was like, okay, I got a family here. I got a wife. I got kids. Okay, I got to do a better job. If it's just me, you know, I don't give a fuck. But all right, so I put in, uh, you know, a ring system. So I got ring cameras all over the place because uh, I knew they would be back. Like, th- th- this was to fill out. I know they're going to be back eventually. Um, so maybe about two months later, it was around Christmas time, they came back. Um, and this time it was a group of them. It was like six of them. And like three was taking one street, three was taking the other street. And they walked up in the yard. The camera picked them up. The uh, security stuff notified us. It was like 2, 3 in the morning. Uh, Woke up, checked it out. Oh, someone's going in my car again. I purposely left my car a lot just just so I can be ignorant for a second. (laughs) So I was leaving my car a lot. So he's going up in my car. I have nothing in the car because I've taken everything of value out of it. But he's going through the car. And I didn't even think. I just rushed right up out there in my draw. Hey, nigga, what the fuck you doing? What you doing? Like, I was like, nigga, the fuck you doing up in here? You got to get the fuck out of Hey, they ran so fast. They should have been running track and field. They was gone. They, they were gone. Listen, I'm talking all six of them. But me... But me, you know, outside of my drawers, it's, it's December, so it was cold outside. But I'm like, hey, nigga, nah, don't you come, nah, come back, come back. Nah, it's all y'all niggas. Nah, I'm, I'm popping off. I'm talking my shit. <laughs> I'm talking my shit. So I'm like, nah, fuck this. Y'all ain't coming back. I'm coming to you. I'm finding you. So I get in the car. I start riding around the neighborhood like I was on this last-minute neighborhood watch. I'm trying to find niggas. I'm, I'm seeing niggas through the house. I'm, you know, spending the light on running up. It was, it was funny. It was funny. But, you know, of course... From wifey's perspective, she was she dang near cussed me out because it was like, "What if they had a weapon?" Da 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 da. I was like, "Nah, I cannot tell them niggas went about they they weren't about that." But um, oh, she wasn't turned on. She's supposed to be turned on. She was like, "Yeah." yeah. I mean, like, I, I I know it's been a while since you've seen that side of me, but I mean, <laughs> you know. But I told the story. To, I told the story to KT uh, and Peach Army. You know and. KT was was with wife. It was like, what if they had a what? That was reckless. You shouldn't have done that. You know, that type of thing. So it's like, yes, technically they could have had a weapon. Yes, things would have went left, but I I I knew that's not what they were on. They were just, let me just young and dumb, let me just see what we can get, you know, ha ha he he, tell a crazy story. But, you know, and and they haven't been back since. That 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 was years ago. They have yet to be, they haven't been back since. But that's when you got to marry Shikari Richardson because she would have caught them mother. <laughs> yes, she would have yes. caught them. She'd have caught that's them with that. Like, oh, don't worry, baby. They 
Listen, <laughs> don't worry now, about he, it. Now, here's the thing. Now, here's the thing where I know P. Shaw was a little disappointed in me because I was a track and field guy, but I'm just so out of shape. So I should have caught them. So it was, that was the thing. Right. So I should have caught them. So, right. but, you know, I'm just I'm so. Speaking of, speaking hey, of track and field. Hey, 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 like we, like even though we was fast, right? They didn't need us because we had so many fast people on our track and field team, right? So Fact. we put together a, t- a four by one, four by two team and beat the first team. Yep, we put together one. Yep. See, because I couldn't nobody beat me. We were the jump, backups. Nobody beat me. In, yeah, we <laughs> was the backups. Couldn't nobody beat us. Couldn't nobody beat me in long jump, triple jump. Dante was doing high jump. You know what I'm saying? So, but I was was winning. so why, why do I need to do the 100, 200 if this other person winning? But we put together a four by one team and beat our four by one team. So, yeah. Yep. Oh, that's fire. Y'all the replacements. Y'all came out there. Y'all little giants. Y'all came out there. Basically, basically, was on some little giants tip. We yeah. smoked them dudes too. Smoked them boys. I'll tell you how they doing, long, like, doing, doing high jump, cutting back flips. Who does that? Yep. It's hard to land on your back. That, 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 that was the only way on I knew. Feet. That was the only way I knew to get over the bar. I had to just do a backflip. I'll just run a backflip over that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would just do backflips over it. So I was, hey, that's the only way I knew hey, to to get over the bar. <laughs> hey, hey, we had a brother. We had a we had a, bro, uh, a homeboy Craig. Shouts to Craig Mack. He broke about three to Craig high Mack. jump poles. He broke them. <laughs> Cause he was jumping up and landing straight on him. Coach said, "Craigie, he... <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? He just couldn't get over the bar. Like he would get up there. Now he could jump, which was hilarious. Cause he, you know, built like he 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 definitely worked out. But his problem was he always skipped leg day. So he was just <laughs> this big stocky dude up there, but damn near anorexic in, in the legs. I was like, dang, bro. Uh, <laughs> but he still could jump. He would get up there, but somehow he just could not get over that bar. And he would plot right down that bar. He broke like three bars. They dang to kicked him off the team because he kept breaking the high jump bars. <laughs> he kept breaking the high jump bars. <laughs> All right, look, man. Let, let me get this last topic out the way. Then, then we gonna get up out of here. Listen, uh, is Trump good with the hood now? All right, he got he got a Rico. He got a mugshot, and now they're saying that um, the black community can relate to him now, and the black community is behind Trump now. Now he got this RICO charge in Georgia, uh, indicted, got his mugshot, and all this stuff. So now people's like, oh, the black community is behind Trump now. Is is that true? Is is that true? Nah, talk to me, man. <laughs> is that true? I'm going to let P. Shaw start this all, but I just want to say this. I, I never thought I would say this, but is Orange the new black? Orange is the new black. <laughs> P. Shaw, I lied to you not, man. They Listen, now here's the crazy thing. Now, people saying this are all Palm Republicans. All of the Palm Republicans are making this distinction because... His Trump's barricade was riding through the hood in Georgia, and and black people were, you know, 
standing on the side of the road, taking video, kind of cheering. Hey. And so they thought this meant that they were behind Trump. They supported Trump. And all of these Palm Republicans came and was like, listen, you see the black communities waking up. They're tired of being led by the Democratic plantation. They, they want to be free and think for themselves. They're, now they're riding for Trump. This is what this means. The black communities behind Trump. Do you buy that? Trump got hit with all the Rico. Say, all I gotta say, yeah, all I gotta say is this: <laughs> stop it. Y'all need to cut it out. Stop it. Like, like, yeah, stop it. You know what I mean? Like, if you come through in in four or five hummels in the hood, we all coming out. Like, yo, what's going on? Like, what's up? But you ain't never gonna see us with no Trump shirts. Yo, what's up, Trump? You know, twenty twenty four. They got them at the flea market right now. I'm talking about, I can tell the way they look at us when we walking past them at the flea market. I'm like, yeah, y'all ain't going to none of our business. And I wanted that knife right now. You know what I mean? But no, I ain't going to get it from you. But no, um, nah, we ain't doing dope or doo-doo, but that's doo-doo. That's how I feel about it. Because that's, that's, that's just straight up trash. Um, I mean, if, if this was wrestling, I'd say, do you smell what the rock is cooking? But cause that's, that, that is straight up dumpster juice. Yeah, you're right. You hear? You hear? Yeah, yeah, that's BS and all of that. But nah, we're, we're not behind. I mean, I guess some people are behind him because they appreciate the fact that he say what he want to say. They appreciate the fact that he'll speak his mind. But at the same time, he'll lie to you. Oh, you caught me? Well, you know what? I did it. You know what I'm saying? He one of them type of people. He ain't going to tell the truth till you catch him. <laughs> yep. I did what? You know what? So what? I did it. Yep. You know what I mean? So they like, all right, cool. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> this Look dude this popped head. out. This he, dude popped he, out with a shirt that said niggas from Trump 2024. And Paul Republicans were using this picture to say the black community is waking up and this shirt is on sale right now. Niggas for Trump. <laughs> this shirt right here screams. Yeah. This this shirt right here screams Booker T. Washington second class citizens. Wanna put that out there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, talented see, tenth of my ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's just for sale right there. I mean, you put up something like that, somebody else will put that shirt on just to be just to be funny. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It is h- hilarious, man. But you know, it's just Republicans are so tone deaf when it comes to anything black culture. So even if this guy was serious, and they, they did a little interview, I don't care to play it. You know, he just basically sound like insert black Republican or yeah, you know, we for Trump and we behind, you know, tired of the Democrats, which is fine. I'm tired of the Democrats too. I don't like the Democrats at all. I get it. But it, the insanity happens and kicks in for me when a mind will go, I'm tired of the Democrats. So I'm just going to go to the other side, to the Republicans. They're just as stupid. They're just as corrupt. They're just as hypocritical uh, as the Democrats. And there's just, two different sides of the table, but they're all corrupt. So I just like, all right, I get it. But yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's funny. Niggas for Trump. Um, realistically. And, and I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to uh, make this about me, but I, I think I've done a decent job because I've, for the last 10 episodes of the talk, my credo podcast, I've been cursing up a storm, at least for, for, for my, for my, for, for my liking, I've been cursing mm-hmm. a lot. 
and, and 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 knowing like P. Shaw being in the ministry, I be trying to like my best, like curve my tongue. You know what I'm saying? Pause, but I be trying my best. I really do. Um, but I'm I'm gonna say the N word real fast. But that's why I'm saying all this. You know, if if the shirt said niggas for cube, I be cool with that. If you said niggas for Farrakhan, I might be cool with that. You can say NWC niggas with cube. Yo. That's crazy. That's, That's crazy. Are you a Republican? Because you sound like you do marketing. Because Republicans, <laughs> one thing about Republicans, people don't want to give them credit for this. They are great at marketing. That's true. Great. Great. That's why they did what they did. They just like, it, it was so quick just to see how many, I would say respectfully, foolish black Americans would be like, yeah, yo, we down with this, yo. Because like, yo. We done made the joke already, Dante, a, a few episodes ago. I don't even know which episode it was, but we was talking about if – I'm the one that actually said it, and then you co-signed it, so it's ours. You know what I mean? Uh, if Trump comes out of jail, like say he went to jail but then got out of jail right in time to get this election, and he had Thug Life tatted on his belly, it's over. It's over. It's like, a wrap. It's, it's a wrap. <laughs> It's a with cornrows. It's over. Like they, you will never have another president again. Like we're we're gonna be back to dictatorship. We're not even. We never even been there. But it's gonna be one now. Like no one is going to like yo. Trump is going to win. You know right? Like it's it's not even a conversation about it. Here's the thing about Trump as far as his aura that has black men, black men, black men, not black women, but black men. It's like yo, niggas for Trump because he's lawless. That is the one thing black men want more. Yo, what do we want more than a wife? We want to be lawless. We want to just do whatever it is we want to do because technically as slaves, we was doing that anyway. We could have sex with your wife. We could have sex with our black girlfriend. We could have kids, don't even have to take care of them. We could do what we want. The black men had no resources except for them in the penis, all right? Like we was rough shot. For like 200 years, okay, we ran rush shot in the United States of America before they even figured out what the wild, wild west was going to be, okay? We ran this shit. Yep. And imagine that we, get, we still technically get to have our, our, like, we're thriving as, I don't know, a sex symbol maybe more than anything else. But white, white, white Republicans, that's where it starts and finishes for us. We are nothing more than their wife's BBC, and they have, you know, they have found a way to market that and make that a thing. Listen, wife, you know what? It's, it's our 30th anniversary. Let me just go ahead and, uh, hey, P. Shaw, come over here. Let you go ahead and pleasure this real fast. You know what I'm saying? And they just back to being in love the next day and everything. Meanwhile, she DMing you every other week, you know what I'm saying? But it's the thing. It's, it's, it's the lawlessness of Donald Trump that has people, well, black men, rather. I'm just going to say it's just black men, to be honest with you. Like, yo, I like that. I want to, like, yo, imagine, P. Shaw, you're indicted in New York, Miami, Georgia. For those who don't know, well, first of all, for those who don't know, there's more white people than black people all over this uh, country, period. But, I mean, those three states, don't think about Manhattan, okay? Those three states are white as hell, okay? White. One of them just democratic as hell, but which is New York. But that's only because you got all the rappers and all the uh, news broadcasters like, listen, man, that Trump is, is crazy. But Georgia and Florida? Oh, <laughs> what? 
What? Oh, they love Trump. Don't think about Atlanta. All right. You get Stacey Abrams and uh, Mayor Bottoms out of your way. You know what I'm saying? Georgia looks like Cody Rhodes. Okay. Atlanta looks like his wife, Brandy. But Georgia looks like Cody Rhodes. All right. I want to let you know about Georgia. All right. And for those who do not know, if y'all seen these mugshots with the Rico case that my man Dante been talking about, it's only two black people and a bunch of white people. Yo, you think, do y'all really think? Y'all think he going to jail. <laughs> you think he going to jail. He ain't going to jail. Stop it. Stop. Don't stop it. I want white people to do this one favor for me and, I, and I'll shut up unless we got more questions about this. Here's the thing. It's either you're going to lock this man up and put him in jail or leave it alone. Because realistically, all you're doing is doing the one thing you ain't think was ever going to happen. Black men are going to turn Republican and you're not going to like it. Democrats have done nothing, 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 though, to show black America that we got your back. You can't say you got our back because you put a black sister on a Supreme Court justice. Uh, what happened in Jacksonville just now? OK, you can't tell me that the man from Montgomery is the first black man since Nathaniel to hit a woman. You can't tell me that because. People just got shot at a Caribbean party in Boston. Okay. Like I'm not listening to any of this. All right. It's either you're going to fix the biggest crime in American history or you're not. And I'm good with either way, but you got to like you, you show me what it is you want to do because don't ask me if I'm voting for Trump. I ain't voting for nobody. All right. Like I told you, I only vote one way and it's locally. All right. Whoever's the mayor of Newark, or it's trying to be, those are the people I'm paying attention to. This country, I don't know yet. I really don't. Like, there is no reason, my phone ringing, there is no reason why, uh, there's no reason why white America is, is putting this type of coverage, except one reason. YouTube. Did y'all know that that phone call that, that we're, and, and I, and, I, I want to say one more thing, P. Sean. I'll let you say whatever you want. I apologize because 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 this this is very intricate and funny to me because I, like I'm scared to say this out loud, but I'm gonna say it because I'm in a safe split, safe space right here with you, gentlemen. I do like Trump, but I like him for the way I like myself, and what that is is I like him for content purposes. I don't like him as the president of the United States. I just like him for whatever that he wants to do when he's on television because it's funny that. Like, it's funny how America is really divided on him, except for all the other white people that's in this country that's just like, nah, hey, that's our guy, yo. This is our guy, and there's nothing you can do. He's our white version of Malcolm X. He's our white version of Lil Wayne. And all you're doing is pushing that, that narrative so much further by putting them in this whole courtroom system. Because here's the thing that, and I, now I'm going to say this stuff, and y'all going to, this is controversial, but I'm going to keep it real. Y'all know y'all really don't got nothing on him yet. Y'all do know that, right? America, you know, you know, y'all ain't got nothing on Trump. You can't say that he insinuated an insurrection. He basically just told people, yo, let's just go down to Capitol Hill, you know what I'm saying, be mad. No, he, he can easily be like, I didn't tell mother to go in there looking like J.G. Wentworth and do the rest. I ain't say that. I said, let's go to Capitol Hill and just let them know that we don't like what's going on. 
That's it. That's it. I mean, that's all you got to say for the most part. They mad that that, like, yo, they mad that that happened. You know why black people didn't revolt when Barack Obama uh, term was up? Because we know we were dead. We'd be dead. It'd be over. We'd just be dead. It'd be some dead people. All of us, like 40,000 black people just dead. If we ever walk, walked on Capitol Hill, told oh. some, hey, we don't like what you're doing to us. <laughs> It'd be over, right? That's one thing. They now say, let's get y'all did that million man march them years ago. You will not do it again. Shoot the niggas down. It'd be, you know, I mean, it'd be the ten thousand. He'd be like, it'd be the talented ten for real. It'd be like, dad, yo, that was just ten of them. Some BS, right? I don't mean to make that, mean to make that joke like that, but I'm just set them back generations. <laughs> for real, it'd be like that. They'll push you back like generations. You ain't lying, dog. It'd be, it'd be a problem with us. And then this Georgia thing, where like I was just talking about the phone call, and they're saying that he's he's forcing some guy that does the elections down there in Georgia to, to like look back into this. Yo, here's the thing, because I was listening to the phone conversation, which got 10 million views, by the way. It's a phone conversation on YouTube, people. Nothing visually, just a phone conversation. 10 million views from NBC News. I'm pretty sure NBC, as much as they act like they don't like Trump, they're like, thank you, Trump. Thank you for the content. You know what I mean? But anyway, back to this. Like, yo, he had numbers. He talked about the fake voting stuff that's going on, which is a true thing, by the way. Yo. He had evidence as to why he believed that this thing was rigged. All you guys got to do, and I'm going to be honest with you, this, this, this is where I'm saying this stuff because I want you to catch me for a second. Check this out. If I was the guy Brad, I don't remember his last name because it's pretty long, you know what I'm saying, Pauls, but if I was Brad, there's two things I can do. When Trump says all this, and hey, you know something, you know something, I, I, don't, I don't like, I, it's just rigged. It's just rigged. We got 800 counts of bad letters, and you guys didn't even say nothing. It's yo, all you gotta do is this, Mr. President. With all due respect, you're not the president no more. Click, that's all you gotta do. Hang up on him. You ain't gotta do, he's not the president no more. What can he do to you? Click, you either do that or you do the other thing where you be like, listen, Mr. President, respectfully, shut the fuck up, and then click. I apologize for cursing, peace, y'all. But I'm just saying, but you got one. Like, let that be me. I oversee this election count. You're not the president no more. You can make your complaint to customer service. I will listen to you and let you vent. Put you on mute. Let you vent. Say whatever you want. When I unmute it, I'm going to just let you know. I heard everything that you said, Mr. Trump. I get it. I understand how you feel. Yes, Sometimes these voting things don't don't go all the way right. But at the end of the day, you're not the president no more. So ta-ta, motherfucker. You know, it's like that's just how it got to go. That's how it got to go. Like, I don't care who runs this country anymore because either way, it don't go right for someone that looked like me. Anyway, I got to hustle hard on my own validity, period. You know what I'm saying? So I follow the book of Cube. Okay, I follow the book of Farrakhan, you know what I'm saying? Well, realistically, God, but you know what I'm talking about, all right? I'm just making a point that whether you give me Biden, whether you give me Kamala, whether you give me Trump, whether you give me Mitch McConnell, whether you give me the, the new brown Indian guy that's over here acting like he uh, Trump but from New Delhi, it don't matter. It don't matter. Y'all not solving racism? Y'all not trying to get, y'all not trying to uh, raise the price of bullets and, you know, instead of these guns? You know what I mean? 
You're not doing things that's going to keep the country safe and away from the biggest crime in American history, which is racism. Because the racism is against, realistically, I know Latinos say them too, but um, no disrespect to the brown people, to the black people, okay? It is to us, all right? To the trendsetters, to the front runners of the, the like I said, of the trend of America, all right? We, y'all may build the Honda, y'all may build the Maserati, but we are the, we are the Petro, all right? Like, you got to go all the way to the Middle East to get the resource that, 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 that looks like us. All right. Like we are the we, we're, you, know, you know, what's up? We're super special in this country. And don't think that Trump doesn't know that you're talking to a full blown salesman. He's the one that told you, dang, 16 percent of the black America voted for me. That's more than any other Republican. So while you think that just because he's talking to his base, which is a lot of white people that are racist towards us, don't think for a second. He ain't going to find a way to put some cornrows in his hair like P-Shaw just said to you with a thug life tattoo on his belly and maybe even some baby hairs along his orange hair just for the women and be like, yo, with me, Daddy Trump is in the building. That's all I'm going to say about it. I'm not I'm not agreeing. I don't agree with Trump, but I do like him because he don't give a like he. I don't need Air Force One. I got a plane. It's Trump now. Like, like I like that shit. Like, who? What? Who wouldn't like that? I like that. Pause. I ain't gonna hold you. You know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the way he, yo, when he did the We Are the Champions in 2016, he had, remember that? When it, like the podium came up and he sung We Are the Champions. Like, yo, Trump, like, he's a full, he's a pro wrestler. His man is Vince McMahon. He's a pro wrestler. Like, if you believe Hulk Hogan, you're a fool. And that's how I feel about Trump. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's how you exactly. got to take it. That's how you got to take it. But anyway, I, I, there you go. <laughs> Basically that. Peace, Shaw. Bring us home. <laughs> look, look, I, I have no rebuttal. I agree with everything that you said. You know, um, at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you and your family. You have to vote for whatever is best for you and your family or don't vote at all. Um, because I know a lot of times, I mean, if you get, if you on a certain platform and you're doing a lot of complaining, then you have that right to do that. Um, like for me in my household, I'm a, I'm the president of my household and uh, I'm the pastor of this house. So whatever we going to do, we're going to do whatever daddy do. It ain't no option. It ain't, you, you don't have no opinion until you get out my house. I mean, I value your feelings, but like, like we said, we're here, but opinions and feelings aren't facts. These are opinions and feelings. And I tell people all the time, like, yo, this is just how I feel. But you don't have to agree with me, but this is how I feel. And I got out of the habit of telling people, nah, man, ain't the way you feel that way. Nah, that ain't right. Because perspective is everything. So, you know, however you view Trump, however you view your your area, however you view the city, you know, Top My Credo is a platform where you can come talk your credo, talk your feelings, talk your opinions, and it's a safe haven. So, you know, anybody want to come on, you know, hit up Dante Credo, um, subscribe, share, and they all the above. But hands down, always be willing to speak your mind, but speak your truth. My, your truth may not be my truth. Because Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John walk with Jesus. And if you read the Bible, they all have a different story. And it's the same type of story, but it's different. So we live in America. But it's different. We walk down the same streets, but it's different. It's and different is not always different. wrong. 
different is not always wrong and different is not always right. But the fact that um, we may have different opinions and people may not agree with what we got going on, don't downplay it. It is what it is. But, you know, um, Trump, do you. I don't think he will go to jail. I agree. I don't think he'll go to jail. I mean, you waited too long. I mean, I guess money talks. You waited too long. You quick to push the little man. And this is what I don't agree with because I've been, I've been in front of that judge. I've been behind that wall. And I don't understand how, why can't I get my affairs together? Like, I got a good job. My boss man will keep my job if you let me go talk to him. You know what I mean? But I told him I might come back, but I might not. You know, these facts now, I might come back, but I might not. But the fact that you can't get your affairs together, you can't make sure your family is taken care of because you don't have millions of dollars. Oh, no, we're going to send you to jail right now. Um, but if you're a millionaire, we're going to give you six months to get your affairs together. You know, I disagree with that concept that America does in the judicial system. And, um, you know, if I'm a stand up citizen, regardless if I did wrong or not, allow me to make sure my family doesn't suffer because I'm the one who's being punished. But, yeah. I really hate to come after that because that was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, Kiki Palmer turned 30, and these were the pictures she took. So, uh, happy birthday, Kiki. <laughs> happy birthday, Kiki. Happy birthday, Kiki. Kiki turned 30. Dirty 30. So, she wanted to take. Sometimes <laughs> that's so stupid. But, yeah. So, she she is... Get into that bag, I guess. She said, look, my name is in is it's becoming a household name. My name is buzzing. I'm just gonna do everything that I can. So everything? Everything. <laughs> I'm gonna do everything I can. She's 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 turning hey, yo, thirty. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. P Shaw, I apologize. I apologize now. Damn that bitch Candace Owens look good. <laughs> <laughs> and with that said, <laughs> with that said, <laughs> Listen, we appreciate y'all checking us out. This is episode 126 of the Talk My Credo podcast. Be sure to do what we know y'all need to do. You know what I'm saying? Drop us a comment, like, share, comment. Trust me, it's little things. It's free for y'all to do. It doesn't cost y'all a thing to do this. Just two seconds of your time. And those two seconds of your time helps us out immensely. That like, that comment that share, that subscribe, you know, a few moments to write a review for us. You know, if you listen to us on uh, Amazon, Spotify, Apple, you know, all that good stuff, um, it really helps us out a lot. Continue to uh, get your feedback in and stuff, and we will, you know, incorporate you guys in there. Again, talkmycredo.com is is in the works. We're going to get that up and running. That way you have you know, a way to get on, you know, an email list and also submit questions and so on and so forth that we may read and, and discuss, you know, if it's worthy and spicy enough, you know what I'm saying? But it's your boy Dante here with Nasu Naru, the greatest any badger that ever lived. Peace y'all speak life, give life episode 126. It's the talk my credo podcast till next time. Stay fly, stay blessed. Peace out. No, 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 not yet. No yet. I'm sorry. Not yet. Okay. Please, please. This, this, okay. this, 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 no, hold on one second. One second. What happened? Someone what happened? else. So someone else has something to say. Give me a second. I want. I want. Uh, someone's had. Someone has something to say. It's based. Okay. It's based on your picture. Give me a second. There's always that one. Oh my god.
Alright, that's enough of that. <laughs> stay fly, stay blessed, peace out, y'all. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep every last bit of that. For real talk and dope conversations. To the Talk My Credo podcast. Find us on all streaming platforms. Oh, yeah. Happening on social media. And subscribe to us on YouTube at Talk My Credo.